At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sattenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. My thanks to Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com joining me as we broke down the NFL divisional round game by game. And I think I've pretty much solidified my picks. Um, don't think uh, I'm going to be swayed either way. Um, I do think that there are teaser options on the board. We can go over all of that, though, um, as we continue to get closer and closer to Saturday's kickoff. It was an exciting Wednesday in the NBA as it was a full slate of games, and I think we have to start to rethink the futures market because – as the season progresses and as we get into February and then March, like we're, we're, we're starting to see some movement from teams and the cream will rise to the top. And I think we have to reevaluate the futures market. Uh, obviously, the, the MVP market is changed now with Kevin Durant being out for an extended period of time. He's not even worth consideration here. I know he's still on the board at plus, what, 2,200, but not worth consideration considering the time that he's going to be out. Steph Curry's your favorite. He is right there at plus 170 as the favorite to win the award. Giannis is next at plus 300. The reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, is next, and you can make the argument for Nikola Jokic to win it for the second straight year, right? He has done an incredible job, and all the analytics will tell you that it's Nikola Jokic who has been just the dominant player in the NBA. Um, He uh, has done such a great job this season. Um, he's He's top five in each advanced metric, leads all players in, you know, um, the player efficiency rating, things like that. He has just done a tremendous job analytics-wise. And the Nuggets are outscoring their opponents 20.9 points per 100 possessions when Jokic is on the court compared to when he is not on the court. And this season, he's averaging more rebounds, more blocks, more steals, and more three-pointers 
than what he did last year when he was the most valuable player. So something to consider when it comes to Nikola Jokic. But I think there is a player we really have to start respecting in this market. And that's a player who, on Wednesday night, scored 50 points in the second shortest amount of time in the shot clock era. Joel Embiid scored 50 points in 27 minutes and 3 seconds. Only Clay Thompson, who scored 52 points in 26 minutes and 33 seconds back in October of 2018, had done that faster or in a shorter amount of time. 50 points, 12 boards. Joel Embiid is a, he's on a mad tear right now. And the Sixers are on a pretty good tear right now. They beat the Magic 123-110. The Sixers are 8-2 uh, and two in their last 10 games playing very good basketball. And Joel Embiid is averaging almost 30 points per game, almost 11 rebounds per game. Uh, he's still showing up in the top of a lot of you know, metrics and, and analytics, not as much as, you know, someone like Nikola Jokic, but he has played so well recently that he has now put himself into the MVP conversation. He has scored at least 31 points in 13 of his last 15 games. The uh, the two that he didn't, he scored 23 points and 25 points. Over that stretch, Philly has gone 11 and 4. And so, yes, I understand why Steph and Giannis are the favorites and Nikola Jokic as well. But I think it's time we acknowledge that Joel Embiid deserves to be in this conversation and at 8 to 1 not a bad sprinkle actually a couple of weeks ago you could have gotten it way longer odds almost 50 to 1 so that's just incredible where the odds have come from they've gone down now to 8 to 1 shows you the amount of steam that he has picked up here in this market so just wow Just absolutely wow. Uh, Also wow, if you want to look at um, the other MVP candidates, like Giannis, um, he is defensively having another really good season. Uh, He continues to play well defensively, and... um, he is probably the defensive player of the year right now in the NBA. And the defensive player of the year is Draymond Green, your favorite, at minus 110. Rudy Gobert is next at plus 185. Giannis is plus 800 to win defensive player of the year. Here's what's interesting. His numbers 
are pretty good. 10.1 contested shots per game, 1.6 deflections, opponents shooting 3.9% worse when he defends them. So, yes, you have Draymond Green with maybe some better numbers, um, Rudy Gobert with some better numbers, but when you look at the Bucks without Brooke Lopez and then consider what Giannis has done defensively, it, I feel like it elevates his impact, if that makes sense. Like, without him, I mean, it, it, I don't know what happened to this team. But, yes, Draymond Green, very important to the team. Um, his absence, the team is just completely different without him. You know? In games through January 5th, Golden State ranked first in defensive rating, second in net rating, and ninth in offensive rating. And since Draymond Green went out, those numbers fall dramatically from uh, 104.8 defensive, 0.7 net, 105.5 offensive. Um, They're also two and four since he's been out of the lineup. But so his impact has been felt. I think Giannis is kind of interesting at plus 800. A little bit of a uh, sprinkle there for defensive player of the year. How about the team futures? The NBA champion, the favorite is the Brooklyn Nets. And while I don't see it now, I could actually see it later on. Like the Kevin Durant injury could actually be the best thing for the Brooklyn Nets. Because let's let's just call it for what it is. They're making the playoffs. Everybody makes the playoffs. So we know the regular season is somewhat meaningless. The fact that he's now getting a six-week rest when it comes time for the playoffs, not only will you have a healthy and rested Kevin Durant, but on the road you'll have a healthy and somewhat rested Kyrie Irving because he's not playing at home, so he's not going to have that demand on his body as he would if he was playing every other night in every other game. No, he's playing only on the road. So the Nets, yeah, very interesting when it comes to playoff time because I think that their best players will be rested. The Warriors are your second favorite at plus 475. Then the Bucs at plus 700. Now, the Bucs are a team as well that could get healthier and could be very interesting once they get healthy and make a run here. The Suns are plus 700. The Jazz plus 1,100. Lakers plus 1,400. Ignore them. Here's a fun bet, though. Taking a look at the conference odds. In the East, the Chicago Bulls at plus 1,100 are very exciting. First off, they're the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference, but they'll get Zach Levine back. He'll be healthy. This team is capable. Their their starting five is very, very good. In the West, the Denver Nuggets are plus 2,200. And once Jamal Murray comes back, combined with Jokic, This could be a very dangerous team 
in the Western Conference playoffs. They're plus 2,200 right now to win the West. Currently, they're the sixth seed, so they're not even in that play-in tournament. And, you know, if Murray comes back, if Porter comes back, this could be a dangerous team to face in the playoffs. And you get them at plus 2,200. Fun looks here in the NBA futures market. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the NBA slate for Thursday. See if we can find some winners on the board. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have three games on your Thursday schedule in the NBA. The Knicks will host the Pelicans, and the Knicks laying three and a half at home. The Mavericks will welcome in the Suns, Phoenix laying two and a half on the road. And the Warriors welcome in the Pacers. Golden State is 11-point favorites. Uh, right off the bat, I I kind of like the Warriors. Um, I would I'm gonna fade the late, fade the Pacers playing the second night of a back to back after just winning in LA against the Lakers. Um, and then I guess I don't know. Mavericks just blew out the Raptors, so they're also playing the second night of a back to back. But they were home, so they stay home here to face the uh, Warriors. So. Um, Maybe go with um, hmm. Maybe go with uh, the the Suns on the road, and then in the first game, yeah, I'd go Knicks at home. Kind of get back after an upsetting loss uh, last time out, where they just couldn't hit their free throws. Um, a game that they should have beat the Timberwolves. They had a lead late, can't hit their free throws. They wind up losing. They'll bounce back. They'll beat the Pelicans. It's a small line here. And uh, I like the Knicks in this game. 
Uh, on the ice, on the NHL, we only had a, a small three-game schedule here on Wednesday. The underdogs went 2-1 and one with the Coyotes beating the Devils and the Rangers beating the Maple Leafs. The Avalanche, the only favorite to win, they beat the Ducks. The over went just 1-2. and two. The Leafs-Rangers was the only game to go over. Coyotes-Devils went under. That total was 6. It hit at 5. And the Avalanche Ducks went way under. That total was six. And then it even got bet up to six and a half. And why not? Two of the top scoring teams in the NHL, especially the Avalanche as one of the tops, as the top scoring team in the NHL. But that game goes way under. So now we have an ex- uh, a, a bunch more games here on your Thursday schedule. It all starts with the Bruins at home against the Capitals. Boston is minus 150 total. Of five and a half. And if you just look at the past couple of games the Bruins have played in, uh, they lose seven to one to Carolina, uh, a 4-3 win against Nashville. That loss to Carolina, by the way, snapped a five-game winning streak for the Bruins, where in all five of those wins, they had hit five goals or more. The totals in those five straight wins. Seven goals, 10 goals, six goals, five goals, seven goals, and now eight goals in their last loss. So we'll see if uh, they bounce back. Um, I don't know who's going to be in net, but Tuka Rask was in net for the, that game, and he got pulled after allowing five goals to Carolina. Uh, the Stars will be at the Sabres. Dallas is minus 180, total five and a half in that game. Flyers hosting the Blue Jackets. Uh, Flyers are minus 130, total of six. Penguins host the Senators. Pittsburgh is minus 290 with a total of six in that one. Nashville welcomes in the Jets, and the Predators are minus 135, total of five and a half. The Panthers back in action at the Oilers. Florida is minus 150, total of six and a half. I love the over in... The last game that the Panthers played, they were in Calgary. The Panthers had won eight of nine going into that game. And I was curious why the the spread was so low. Well, I find out Sergei Bobrovsky did not play in that game. So uh, Spencer Knight, who's, you know, like really good. um, Spencer Knight did just didn't have a good game. And, you know, it's going to happen. But uh, Spencer Knight is not Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky, 19-3-3 on the season this year for the Florida Panthers. So the Panthers back in action looking to bounce back from that loss uh, in Calgary. They are in Edmonton against the Oilers, and they are minus 150 favorites. Total is 6.5 for that game. The Avalanche will play the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, this time they will uh, stay in L.A. And they will go from Anaheim up to Los Angeles where they will play the Kings. The Avalanche, were uh, they have won, by the way, nine of their last ten games. And they were heavily favored in this game against the uh, Ducks. Total was bet up to six and a half. And... Man, the scoring just wasn't there. And I don't know how they'll bounce back here on the second night of a back-to-back. You would expect a better scoring effort 
because this is the highest scoring team in the NHL. And you would expect something better than what you saw here in this game. I mean, the Avalanche averaged 4.19 goals per game. That's the best in the NHL. But they were shut out for the majority of the first two periods in this game. Just a, you know, weird circumstance there. Did not expect that to happen in that game. Um, just unable to do anything. A couple of, you know, bad puck luck, hit a post, had a, you know, play that the puck went, looked like it was going in, and Gibson made an incredible save. Uh, and then there was, you know, on their end, um, Pavel Francois in net had 34 saves, his second career shutout. So you had a situation where uh, you had the highest scoring um, team in the league with their backup goaltender in. I thought it was a recipe for the over. That's why I made the over six my best bet in the NHL, and it was not because it was a 2 nothing game. One, didn't expect Francois to have a great game and also didn't expect Colorado to just not score. But we'll see uh, no line out just yet for their game against the Kings. I guess we'll wait and see if there's an announcement on um, who will be in net for the Avalanche, Darcy Comfort or uh, Pavel Francois, and how they play against the Kings. I would expect the Avalanche to be favored on the road. Um, Let's see if we can get an update here. If we have anything on that game... And, okay, here we go. I'm seeing Avalanche minus 190 and a total of six. Okay, total of six. And watch, that'll be at six and a half by the time we get the puck drop on, uh, you know, Thursday night. Uh, The Golden Knights are hosting the Canadiens. Vegas is minus 380 against Montreal. Um, Vegas is in a little bit of a slump. They have lost three straight games. They have lost five of their last six. And, um, you know, came back after their little, you know, delay uh, layoff if with a couple of games postponed. And they got beat at home by Pittsburgh five to three. Montreal should not pose that same level of difficulty. Uh, The Canadiens did beat Dallas in their most recent game, but they have lost uh, three of their last four, six of their last seven. And with the schedule, this team, it's just been sporadic. Like they have been, they've played, then they've had delays. Now they're starting to get into a rhythm with at least three games in a nice little row here. Um, But, you know, it's like you had the COVID break, then they lost three straight. Then they had another COVID break. Then they lost two straight. You know, so it's just been very inconsistent, very difficult season here for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, so I would expect the Knights to win and to win big at home. And then the final game is the Sharks at the Kraken. Kraken are minus 115. The total in that one is five and a half between the Sharks and the Kraken. Uh, I would lean if I had, you know, picks on, I would say I'd go with the over, I'd go with the Vegas with the puck line. It's minus 150, but Vegas should cover that against the Canadiens. Uh, I would go the over in the Avalanche Kings. I mean, that game 
on Wednesday night was an outlier. This team will play up to their scoring potential. And uh, just look at what happened in the, the last game that the Kings played against the Lightning. You want to talk about a goal-scoring barrage? I mean, wow. Was that second period exciting? Five goals in the second period, four goals in the third period. So give me the over, Avalanche and Kings. And it'll be a one nothing shutout. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Get back into the NFL coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure that VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs, and then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wanted to get back into the NFL and talk about the injury reports, the player news, update you on what went down at practice here on Wednesday as we get ready for the division round of the playoffs kicking off on Saturday. Uh, for the Tennessee Titans, the biggest story is Derrick Henry. His availability for this game, his return from his surgically repaired foot. Derrick Henry was asked by the media during his uh, availability at practice on Wednesday if he'll be activated and play in Saturday's game against the Bengals. Derrick Henry smiled at the camera, smiled at the reporters, and said, quote, we'll see how this week goes, end quote. Pretty sure that was his way of just saying with his smile that he will be active for this game against the Bengals. But how much will he play? Will he serve as a decoy? I'll tell you what. When he is on the field, you have to respect him. And so you're going to have to stack the box to prepare to defend him and then Ryan Tannehill could just utilize a play action and hit A.J. Brown down the field and take advantage of the Bengals' defense. I think the Bengals are in a really interesting spot here when it comes to how they're going to defend Derrick Henry. Speaking of the Bengals, in that same game, um, we know that they're without um, their defensive tackle, their star defensive tackle, Logan Joby, who's done for the year. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, uh, their defense, their other defensive end, um, he is going to likely be a go for this game. He practiced fully on Wednesday. He suffered a concussion, but he looks like he'll be back and uh, good for this game. Um, for the Packers in the second game, um, as they are taking on the 49ers, Marquez Valdez-Scantling did not practice on Wednesday. He's been dealing with a back injury. Uh, back, uh, injury. And so his status for the game against the 49ers is up in the air right now. If he doesn't play, then it's going to be, um, you know, Alan Lazard will probably be 
uh, more involved in the offense, even Randall Cobb more involved in the offense for the Green Bay Packers should Marquez Valdez-Scantling not play in the game. Uh, Fred Warner still don't know about his availability. Um, He feels confident. He said he got good results of his MRI and practiced on a limited basis. So he thinks that he's going to be good to go for uh, the the 49ers, and that would be huge because we don't know about Nick Bosa, but if they can get Fred Warner back on the field, it absolutely is a big deal for them. Uh, Moving to Sunday, the Rams are dealing with uh, the situation with Andrew Whitworth. Their veteran tackle uh, missed a large part of that game on Monday after leaving with a knee injury. The scans, though, were positive. So the test results were positive, but he did not practice on Wednesday and uh, just no word on his um, availability for the game. Not likely right now, but we'll see. Should he turn up in practice on Thursday and Friday? Obviously a much different story. For the Tampa Bay Bucks in that same game, uh, their center, they got some, you know, possibly some good news depending on the way you look at it. Their center, Ryan Jensen, didn't practice on Wednesday, but he should be a go for the game on Sunday. Um, Still you know, an injury to watch, and it's worth noting, you know, that he did not practice, but it looks like he should be able to go. Tristan Wirfs don't know about him. Their right tackle, he also did not practice on Wednesday, and Bruce Arians is calling it a game-time decision for his availability. Ronald Jones, the running back, did not practice. It doesn't look like he is going to go. He's going to be considered doubtful for this game. The good news, though, is that Leonard Fournette should be back. Um, He did practice, and um, it doesn't say much because it was a walkthrough practice, but um, Fournette did tweet out something about him being back on Sunday. So they should get back Leonard Fournette, which does help even if they're without Ronald Jones and they have Gio Bernard and Keyshawn Vaughn as well. So that's uh, the latest with um, the Tampa Bay Bucks. For the Kansas City Chiefs, there is a chance that they get back Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He practiced on Wednesday. He's been dealing with the shoulder injury. Uh, and there's a chance that he is uh, active and plays in this game. Even if they don't have CEH, and they're probably not going to have Darrell Williams because he did not practice on Wednesday, Jarek McKinnon looked awesome against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if they have to go with Jarek McKinnon in their backfield, I think that they are totally fine with McKinnon in the backfield um, with the way that he looked. Get him, the, get him the football, get him the football in space, and just let him do his thing, uh, and I think that they'll be okay with that. Uh, should, but if they have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, does absolutely add a little bit of depth here to uh, to what, you know, is going to be a very, very tough game for them. So that's the latest injury report of what happened on Wednesday. Players who were present in practice, limited in practice, whatnot, as we get ready for the games on Saturday and Sunday. I think the 49ers are just in the worst position of any team that's playing 
in the in you know in, in the divisional round because they're dealing with injuries and they have to play on the short week. You're coming off a game on Sunday and now you have to play on a, you have to practice on a short week because you have to travel. You're going to Lambeau Field where it's going to be frigid temperatures. We're talking about single digits temperatures. The wind chill will probably feel much colder than that. And you got players that were banged up, and their availability is a question mark. You have a quarterback that's banged up. I mean, could we see designed packages for Trey Lance in this game against the Packers? I think the answer is yes. Now, keep in mind, when these two teams played earlier in the season, Trey Lance did get on the field for one play. Uh, He ran in a touchdown from the goal line. He had one carry for one yard and a touchdown. Um, But I think that absolutely they could find some way to get Trey Lance on the field, utilize his legs because, you know, Jimmy G's shoulder banged up. It's and and just with everything going on and with with all the other scenarios that could come into play in this game. Look, if the if the Packers jump out to an early lead and the 49ers have to keep throwing to catch up, I don't know. I don't know if I trust Jimmy G with that shoulder, and certainly I don't trust him, you know, making good throws because he's, you know, made some bad throws, uh, obviously. But that's one to watch. I just think the situation's just terrible for them. Short week, banged up team. Oh, and by the way, the bye has absolutely helped the Green Bay Packers. They get back um, Zadarius Smith. They get back Jair Alexander. That defense is going to be as healthy as it's been all year. So they might be without Marquez Valdez-Scantling. All right, you still got Alan Lazard. You still got Randall Cobb to go along with Devontae Adams. Um, I think they're going to be just fine. I think the Packers are going to jump out to a lead. I think the Packers will utilize both running backs in uh, Jones and A.J. Dillon. And Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers always does, and he's going to score, and I think they're going to score on every possession. And I'm not calling it the perfect game that we saw the Buffalo Bills have where they scored seven touchdowns on seven possessions, but I think if you're going to give the 49, uh, excuse me, give the Packers the ball five times in the first half, I think they're going to score on all of those possessions. Some of them will be field goals. And they'll certainly get their fair share of touchdowns. It's not going to be like the Dallas Cowboys who went three and out, three and out, shooting themselves in the foot with penalties. It's not going to happen for the Green Bay Packers. This is a bad spot for the San Francisco 49ers. It's rightfully uh, aligned as the highest spread of the weekend um, because I think it's the game that I'm most confident in that is not going to result in an upset. Packers will win this football game and advance to the NFC Championship game where they will also be the home team. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. So you got before you make your next bet, be sure to make be sure to visit vsin.com. Check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits are another way. The VSIN is here to help make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. So let's take a look at those betting splits right now. If we want to take a look at where we are for the NFL divisional round games, uh, as they these update every single day, as of Wednesday, for the Bengals-Titans, 53% of the bets were on the Bengals at plus 3.5. However, 61% of the handle on the Titans minus the 3.5. For the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers, 72% of the bets on the Packers, minus the six, 75% of the handle, also on the Packers. Rams and Bucks, man, split right down the middle. 50-50 handle on the Rams and uh, Rams and Bucks. 51% of the bets, 49% of the bets, 51% of the Bucks. Similar for the Chiefs and the Bills. The Chiefs are getting 52% of the bets and 53% of the handle. So everyone much more split on the the bets for Sunday's game versus the bets for Saturday's games. So those are your betting splits right now for um, the upcoming divisional round playoffs in the NFL. Uh, We did, you know, we read a lot of the um, trends as we lead up to this divisional round game games. And one of the ones, and I've talked about it a lot here, the, the home team records, I think that there's – I don't think we can just discount those. I absolutely think that it matters here. And I think it matters because of the situational spot, especially for the Saturday teams. Like, there's 
<laughs> there is an advantage here. There's an advantage with both the teams coming off the bye, and there's an advantage with the health of both of the teams. You know, I look at the Titans getting Derrick Henry back, going up against a a defensive front that is without their best run stopper. And for the Packers, I mean, that defense, that secondary, they're as healthy as they've been all season. Going up against a banged-up 49ers team that could be without Bosa, Warner Limited, Jimmy G, you know, dealing with the shoulder, short week, just a bad spot, a bad spot for the, the, the 49ers, and I favor the Titans at home over the uh, over the Bengals. I really do. Where I'm torn is on the Sunday games, and I'm actually not so torn. I'm going. I'm pretty locked into the the Rams here at the three. I think if this number gets lower than three, I would go with the Bucks. It's a field goal game in my opinion. I'm going to take the dog at three. If it's ever three and a half, it's a bonus. Um, you know, I might even buy a hook. Just make it three and a half. Why not? I think it's. I absolutely think it's a field goal game, and I think that it, the Rams are a live underdog. I think the Rams could win this game. I really do. The Bucks are a little banged up as well. You know, and if Wirfs doesn't play, there's going to be issues on that offensive front, and you do not want to have issues on your offensive line when you're going up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller and that defensive front for the Rams. And dis- and the Rams last week against the Cardinals, they looked great. Yeah, a lot of it was Kyler Murray not looking good, but that's still a team that could do damage to you. And with a, a short secondary, you know, having to activate Eric Weddle, you know, the Rams were great. And it's going to take a bigger effort against Tom Brady, but I think they're up to the task. I think they're a live dog, and I love getting the three. Uh, For the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, this game, this one is really, really just crushing me. Because I don't know. I don't know. It's at one and a half, two and a half. Uh, it, It had been at two and a half. Right now, the latest update is it's at two and a half. So that would lead you to believe that after early money came in on the Buffalo Bills, money has now come in on the Kansas City Chiefs to put it back to two and a half. To me, the play is the teaser. Pushing the Bills up to eight and a half is my play on this game. Because it's going to be, it's going to come down to which team has the football last. And if that's the case, I'm getting north of a touchdown. I'm taking it. That's my bet. I'm just book it now. Like my play on the weekend is the two team teaser Packers from six to zero, six to a pick them, and the Bills from two and a half to eight and a half. That's what I'm locking in. Because I don't see any way the Packers lose the game. And getting the Bills at plus eight and a half in a game that I think comes down to the final possession, 
I will gladly take that. And I bet you that that is going to be like the top liability for the books this weekend is these Bills teasers. Now, I don't know what the liability on the books are when it comes to teasers, uh, how much volume, you know, how much handle they get on them. But to me, that's the best bet of the weekend. Now, other teaser scenarios, I don't really think there are any. Bengals from three and a half to nine and a half, I mean, no. No thanks. 49ers, I'm certainly not pushing them up. The Rams from three to nine, that three might not be there. I mean, the the betting splits are kind of close, but I mean, right now that three up on DraftKings is minus 115. Perhaps this thing does move to two and a half. Um, but Rams pushed up. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I kind of like it as well. You know, that's a game, like I said, I believe it's a field goal game. And so if I'm getting the three, I obviously love the three, but I would take I, I would take the Rams up. So maybe, you know, your Saturday, if you're, you, you want to split up your teasers, Saturday, I don't think I'd touch the Bengals. I, I, don't, I don't like the Bengals plus three and a half. And then there's no value in pushing the Titans cross zero. Um, I mean, if you're doing a seven-point teaser, I guess you get the Titans at plus three and a half, which people will yell at me and say that that's a stupid bet, but I don't hate it. You know, getting the Titans as a three and a half-point dog, game that could be decided if they lose by a field goal. I will say this. It's not traditional, but I don't think the Titans, I think the Titans win the game. Um, Titans money line is minus 170 if you don't want to lay the three and a half. If the Titans were to lose this game, man, it's got to be a field goal, right? Like, can do the Titans get blown out? This is a good football team. This is an underrated football team. And... You know, they've been able to just win games, be effective without Derrick Henry. And it says a lot about Mike Vrabel. It says a lot about, you know, what this team has been able, what, what, what the players have been able to do, what the coaching staff has been able to do. I mean, this is a very, uh, very impressive job this year by the Tennessee Titans. And... Yeah, I know that they didn't really play anybody down the stretch. That win over the 49ers, when they were down 10 at the half, to come back and win that game against we know how good the 49ers are, that's a really good win. So I'm not going to bet against the Tennessee Titans. Not going to do that. You're not going to have me do that. We will continue to get into this as we get closer and closer every single day to Saturday's kickoff of the divisional round of the playoffs. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. You can follow us all on the network at VSIN Live, and be sure to head to vsin.com to find out all the ways you can watch and listen to us right here on The Look Ahead on the Sports Betting Network. This...
This. This. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.